All right, we've got a great episode of Side Retired today. We're going to be drafting lineups of the best players of the last decade following a TikTok trend that we've been doing on our social media. So let's hit the intro music and explain it away. Hello and welcome to this edition of Side Retired. It's Dylan Campione, Nico Fernandez, James Tausig, and Henry Kalanian. Guys, how are we doing on this fine snowy Wednesday? Greg Breslow said that they're having trouble signing starting pitchers when the former Cy Young is right now in the free agency market. So that just ruined my night. But other than that, doing great. I love it. Well, one of the things we've been doing at the beginning of this year is we wanted to increase our social media. And we've been doing a good job of that, thanks to Mr. Bill Ballou. But Another thing that we've done on our social medias of recently is a Mount Rushmore topic. And that was Nico Henry and I sat down one day and grinded out the Mount Rushmore for every Major League Baseball franchise of the last decade. So from 2013 or 2014 to 2023, the four best players on each franchise. You can go to our TikTok at Side Retired Pod and see who we've been listing every day so far for the last handful of weeks. We wanted to turn it into an episode. So rather than go through exactly what's on the TikTok, we're going to force you to go to that. But instead, we're going to be drafting the best lineup, as in Nico, James, Henry, and I will all be drafting a catcher, first baseman, second, third, short, three outfielders, a DH, which could be from any roaming position, doesn't have to be a strictly DH from the Major League Baseball, as well as three starting pitchers and one reliever. And of course, the order of our draft was indeed decided before we got going. We've got Henry in the one. James in the two, myself in the three, and Nico in the four. We'll go into draft style, and of course, let us know, SiderTardPod at gmail.com, who you think actually won this draft. Your hot takes, we'll be reading them on this Friday's top 10 right fielders list, so all the negative and positive feedback on our rosters are much appreciated. But, Henry, the floor is yours, with the number one overall. Yeah, team. I don't think that this is going to come as much of a, as much of a surprise the guy won three MVPs in the last 10 years. Uh, Mike Trout, you're the greatest player of the last decade. So welcome to the team. James. Yeah, I mean, I can't believe I got this guy at two. Uh, this is an absolute fleece. Uh, he'll throw one game on the mound and he'll play four games in the right field. Uh, give me Shohei Otani uh, in the two spot, two-time MVP. Uh, yes, he's playing the outfield because uh, he can, and I'm the manager, and I need that bat and glove. Uh in the lineup six days a week. So give me Shohei Otani. So where do you want me to put him on your lineup card? You want him in a, in an outfield spot? Put him in the right. Are, yep. are, we, are we allowing this, guys? Yes. Yeah. I've been saying for like the last year that he should play the outfield, so I'm completely fine with him being in, in this dream. So you don't get him. He used to. He you used to. Yeah, he gets to pitch. He pitches amplified. No, out. you don't get him to pitch. No, you put him, no. you put him at starter. If, if, you want, him if, if, you, if, if you want him to pitch, you got to put him at starter. What do you what do you mean? He's a two-way player. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Sick of the draft. Wrong both. <laughs> All right. I will go with a guy that has unfortunately only pitched in his career, but I believe he's one of the most dominant pitchers not only of the last decade, but likely of our lifetime. It remains to be seen whether he will pitch again in 2024, but that is on the Mount Rushmore of left-handed pitchers of all time, the 2020 World Series champion, Clayton Kershaw. I think. There's three big pitchers from this decade. Of course, we are selecting guys of a team that they played for. So Kershaw was the easy pick spending all 10 years with the Los Angeles Dodgers. But 
Nico, you have the wraparound pick. I picked the wraparound knowing that these were going to be my two picks. And and I'm still deciding on if I want to put one person as a Red Sox or a Dodger. But just because I'm biased. Um, I wonder who it is. I'm going to go with Mookie. I'll, I'll take Mookie. Um, I think he's the most versatile player besides, obviously, Shohei. In the draft, I could put him wherever I want. We're going to keep him at outfield for now and just see how stuff develops. But, again, 2018 was one of the greatest years of my life, just seeing them be so dominant. And the reason they were dominant is because he was an MVP. Guy plays anywhere on the field, and if he plays there consistently, he'll be a gold glove defender there. So I love him. Probably my favorite, second favorite Red Sox ever, ever because he got traded to the Dodgers, but <laughs> love the guy. And then I will be taking probably the last decade, the greatest season, if you want to count Otani playing both. Um, I'll take Aaron Judge. Wow. Aaron Judge broke the record. I think that's a lot. I think when you think of what's happened in the last decade, I think the two, three biggest things would probably be the Cubs winning the World Series, Otani being Otani, and I think that third one is Aaron Judge breaking the AL home run record. He's the captain now. I think that that's that's the right pick at this spot. My outfield for now is basically almost set, depending on if I move Mookie, but I, I got the Red Sox and I got the Yanks. I like that pick, and I didn't expect that out of you. I was thinking about Judge for this next pick, but I am going to go with the peak performer, and if you were to ask me what pitcher was the most dominant pitcher in Major League Baseball over the last decade, there was a four- to five-year peak, and who knows if it continues on in the future. This guy's unhittable when he's at his best, and that is one of the few pitchers, in fact, one of two pitchers, to have multiple Cy Youngs in the last decade, Jacob deGrom is indeed going to be my pick here this early. Great. So one guy who can't pitch in the playoffs and another guy who can't pitch, period. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're screwed, buddy. I love how whenever we do these, I'm always like the whipping boy that we decide to just like kill my list. Whatever. James is yeah, showing, James, James just steals, steals all my picks. Field. James just steals all my picks, so I can't like knock James's well, pick. I'm going to continue the theme of picking guys that can just absolutely mash. Uh, give me the fe- best first baseman on the board, Freddie Freeman, uh, Atlanta Braves. The pick. That's good a really pick. good pick. I like that one. Henry, you now have All the right. wraparound. Um, I'm going to take a guy who is just straight up dominant, you know. A Mets legend, some would even <laughs> call him. Uh Justin Verlander. Welcome to the club. I mean, when everybody thought he was on the on the on the downturn, he wins a Cy Young. Um he comes back just as dominant as ever. I mean, he's he's a gangster. Um, and then I'm going to go Wait, with can I, a battery. Can I, can I interrupt quickly and do like a question yeah. to the peanut gallery? I think for the last decade, Verlander is an Astro. Yeah. Yes. But yeah. for his yeah. career in the Hall I'm of still Fame, taking the Astros. I'm st- I, I believe I, Justin Verlander is an Astro. He has the he has the two World Series or one World Series. Was he with them on 2017? Yes. I think... That his best year was obviously his triple crown year, but I think that, and his MVP, I think that he is the best. He should have so many more Cy Youngs with the Astros than he does. Like the two times he's won, he's gotten second, there he would let him first place votes. So, like, that just shows you how good he was on the Astros. I think the Astros is the pick. I get Henry, you've got All a right, second. Yeah, I'm going to go with a battery mate for him. I think this guy is the best catcher of the last 10 years buster posey and the dude was just incredible um 2012 might have been his best season but he was so consistent and 
I feel like I've been talking about this on the last like five podcasts, but that 2021 season was special, especially as a last season for him. So Buster Posey, you're my catcher. That feels like the early tight end pick in a fantasy football draft where you know it's a weak position and you have to just get the guy. So, James, yeah. your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, it's a good pick. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take another slugger uh, into my lineup. Uh, and I think the best, I think arguably all-around hitter over the last decade, uh, give me Bryce Harper, Washington Nationals. Um, just an absolute monster His uh, time in, in Washington. Um, so yeah, I'll take Bryce Harper and, and stick him in left field. That's right guy, right I was guy say, that's another interesting is Harper when it's all said done. I think he's remembered as a Philly, but in the last decade, it's, it's a tough decision. All right. That's... I've got one that the team is not a question, which seems to be a theme for me so far. Arguably when this is all said and done could be the greatest second baseman of all time. Jose Altuve pound for pound. Two-time World Series champion. I think as much as a lot of people on this podcast hate him, but best second baseman of the decade, and it's not even really close. Nico for the wraparound. Am I just gonna get put into like getting Yankees? Like this is gonna be wait, quick timeout. How was that Washington the wrong team? 2015 was by far his better MVP year. His OPS was over 1,100. I'm be completely honest. I'm completely biased with Bryce Harper as a national because I just didn't like him when he was national. <laughs> All right, fair enough. He was for a, me. He hit two thirty as a. He was an all star every year uh, in the years we're going by as an national. Just just throwing that out there. Am I right that he didn't make the all star game in the year he won MVP? I feel like uh, I heard he that didn't before. make the all star game. He his OPS plus was no his his Philly year. Uh, is that twenty twenty? Yeah, that is correct. He did not make the all star <laughs> game in twenty twenty one as the MVP. We love to see that, Nico too. Uh, I just don't want. I just don't want to take him so early. But who are you taking? Uh, he, won, he, won, he won. the Cy Young this year. He he deserves uh, it. This high? Blake I think, no. he, I think he's. I think he's the third best pitcher. Ah, on the board. No, I, I, I don't think no. Thank you. Oh my gosh, Henry, you saved my life. Yeah. Um, you saved my life so much. I'm gonna take National Scherzer. There you yeah. go. I was like. I was so well, confused. I was I like, mean, I need a picture. Because now I'm still thinking of Scherzer with the freaking Rangers and Mets that I forgot about him in a national. I, I love me some Garrett Cole, but I don't think you could say no, Garrett okay. Cole and the Yankees is the third best. I was I think, very willing I, if this podcast just boycotted Max Scherzer for the next 30 minutes. It would have been hysterical, but no, that's that's no, okay. Thank the Lord. Henry saved me there. And then <laughs> With my fourth, I get uh, it sucks for me to take stuff off of their single seasons, and I'm just I guess I'm just gonna have my outfield be stacked. But I think what Acuna did this year is just so good, and I think he still played at a high enough level, even though he got hurt. That I think this year with the forty seventy, he deserves a spot. So I'm gonna go with Acuna. No, that's a good pick. That's a very solid. People don't realize how long he's actually been playing, even though he's really yeah. young. Yeah, but dude, his outfield... contract. Please. Your outfield is now complete as probably the best outfield. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Mookie could slide. He could move Mookie. <laughs> uh, all right. So now that leads it back to me. He was actually going to be one of my strong inklings of a pick. I do have a struggle with the position on this one. I'm going to pick Paul Goldschmidt. Okay. I don't. I don't know if it's Diamondbacks or if it's Cardinals. 
Because he won it. He won it. It's It's not even close. It's Diamondbacks. He, he was an all-star for three years. But he won an MVP with the Cardinals. No, it's not even close. All right. Well, I will go with Paul. Goldsmith. I think, and it's a the Diamondbacks was like the majority of his Hall of Fame career. Like, and if anything solidified it, it's just been the small him getting that MVP solidified it. But I think his whole career, it's the Diamondbacks. Okay. Well, I will. I will take Mr. Consistency, Paul Goldschmidt. James, the floor is yours. All right, give me Colorado the Rockies, Nolan Arenado. Um, oh, just an God. absolute monster. A pick. Uh, gold glove every season. Um, multiple 40 home run seasons. Uh, I mean, dude was just an absolute beast. Uh, do I even need to say more? Uh, he was the guy. All-star every year, gold glove every year, top five in MVP. Uh, three of his six years uh, in that span. So, yeah, give me Rockies, Arenado. I got a question on that. Is he the best or one of the best, definitely of this era, guys to never win an MVP? Yes. I think he's the best guy in this I era to not win an MVP. I would agree. I'll completely agree with that. He hit he hit 41 and 42 homers in 2015, <laughs> 2016, respectfully, uh, and did not win an MVP. Didn't even finish top top three in MVP voting. I think what this activity also made me do, and since you mentioned Coors Field, a guy like Troy Tulowitzki that we all grew up watching and adoring and wanted to play shortstop like. It's somehow been a decade since he's played. Like, he's not even eligible for this list, even if we wanted him to be. When we like were doing like, the, the list. Like Derek Jeter, a- Troy Tulowitzki, David Wright, CC, Like, these guys that, you know, us four as 20, 21-year-olds grew up watching. To realize that they haven't played in a decade is kind of scary. But that's just me. Henry, oh, yeah. you got two. Yeah. Um. For the the first one, uh, to be clear, this is starting in the 2014 season, right? Correct. Uh, all right. So that doesn't change my first one. Um, one of the best power hitters of our generation. I'm willing to eat the last couple of years for a guy who came second in MVP one year, won the MVP in 2017. Give me Giancarlo Stanton playing the outfield, might I add. He's been working on his flexibility. He's getting more <laughs> athletic. Uh, yeah. Giancarlo will be playing the outfield for me. Yeah. Like uh, no, on the on the Marlins. On the Marlins. <laughs> on the Marlins. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm a Giancarlo lover, but on the Marlins. <laughs> and for my second one, I'm tempted. I'm tempted to just. Yeah, screw it. He still hit 30 home runs like every year. Give me Poppy. I want oh. Poppy. Uh, I'll throw him at first. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was I was debating if it had if it had been 2013 included, then it would have been an absolute lock. But give me one of the best first basemen to ever play the game. I like that one, James. You're up. Yeah, I mean that's that's a really solid pick, actually. But let me rebuttal with an even more solid pick at a guy who I'm going to put out of position. Um, <laughs> what? This is an absolute steal at the catcher position. Give me Philadelphia Phillies Kyle Schwarber. Um, oh my god! Forty-six homers, <laughs> 46 homers in twenty twenty-two, forty-seven homers in twenty twenty-three. Uh, I have my catcher Kyle Schwarber. Guys, we just need to get all fast guys from here on out because Acuna stealing second and third on him. <laughs> Mets- um, Red Sox Mookie stealing second and third on Schwarber. Aaron Judge will probably still steal second. Big Poppy will steal second and third on him. <laughs> uh, I like that one. I think 
for mine, it's going to be a boring pick, but it's one of those guys that's been really good for the last decade. He was compared to Bryce Harper when they were in free agency together, going to get their $300 million deals. I think it's Padres at this point, but obviously a really great Baltimore Oriole as well and had that brief stint ah, in Los right. Angeles. Manny Machado is a great pick here. A lot of really solid third baseman. I think James got it right in having Arenado off the board first, but I think Machado is a really solid number two option at the third base position. Wrap All right. Up. Looking good. Looking good. Looking good. I love this. All right. Uh, I'll take the... Ah, no. I'm in the kind of thing of I want to wait on guys on positions and just let them sit. But, okay. Uh, I'll take the need in the draft. I'll take the best catcher over the last decade. Um, I'll argue with Henry on that. Um, I'll take Phillies JT. Shoot, I think I'm not that. the only one without a catcher. <laughs> I was going to let him slide. I was going into it. I thought it was going to be only getting the only getting the show was going to say uh, <laughs> just like getting the trash catcher. I was thinking of getting like Adley or something, but I think this is the right spot to get him just because of need. And right. then going off of that. Oh, please tell me I'm right. Please tell me I'm right. Oh, Yes, I'm going to take another picture. Uh, Two-time Cy Young Award winner with this team. I think he fell off a lot, and I think that all I remember with him is how bad he was this year on the Red Sox, but um, people forget that he won two, two Cy Youngs in the decade. Give me Corey Kluber. I like that pick. It's a really solid. People sleep on how good he actually was. What I'm now did Corey Kluber pitch for when he won those Cy Youngs? What happened? What team did he pitch for when he won those Cy Youngs? It's for the Indians. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I'm taking Indians, Corey Gluber. Ah, uh, what do I do with this next pick? I have a really outside the box catcher thought, but I'm gonna wait on that one since now I know that nobody else do it needs a catcher. No, it's no, it's no fun if you don't do this. He didn't play a game at catcher in the major leagues. Don't care. Then, yeah. Isaiah <laughs> Kiner Falefa. Do it, Dylan. Do it. Do it. I know. I know what you're gonna do. Do it. Can I do it? I do James, not. James knows what I'm doing. Yes, do, do it. Pick it is a former American League MVP award winner. Don't do it. No, no, no. This is so bad. I will veto the. You're not. <laughs> that's now two. By the way. Do it. Can Josh Donaldson be my catcher? Yes. No, yes. No, yes. No. yes. Go ahead. Yes. No. You know what? You know what? Go ahead. Go ahead. No, do it. You know why? Because. You will have to eat like four years that are worse than Giancarlo's. But then you so, time out. Can we get this at least? Cause he has to take A's, freaking Donaldson. Yeah. Because he also you did cannot play take you younger. cannot take what you he want did, to take. No, no, he he did he did play catcher on the A's. Did he at least James? Took... Yes. There, I've seen TikToks of Josh Donaldson catcher highlights. <laughs> That's him in the Coliseum. Whipping the ball. Not take Donaldson. You cannot take Donaldson as a Blue Jay and a catcher. All right, I'll pivot off that. I won't do Josh Donaldson on the Blue Jays. I'll take his teammate Jose Bautista on the Toronto Blue Jays in the last decade. I know he hasn't played in a while, but that peak at the beginning, 2014, 2017, electric. Give me Jose Bautista and his bat flip on my team. And that was a reach, but that's called I didn't know where to pivot to after I wasn't allowed to take Josh Donaldson on the Blue Jays. You know what? I really love this era of time that we picked uh, to do this draft because 
This is going to allow me to take a shortstop that I'm really happy to take. Uh, give me Jose Ramirez of the Cleveland no. Indians slash Guardians, and I'm going to throw him at shortstop. It's fine. Do you want to take him at second or short? Okay. Shortstop. Okay. I was actually, that was going to be my guy. I didn't know if we were allowed to put him at shortstop, but okay. Yeah, because he's played a game at shortstop, Dylan. Has he? The guy I'm going to take in short played a lot of short during that time. Uh, I no, would bet you to say that's... that Jose Ramirez has played a game at short more than... Am I up? You are up, Henry. Yeah, I don't know that you're going to be taking that guy, though. That's you, can, you can take him. I've yeah, got, a, I'm I've got be, an ace. I'm taking, I'm taking Francisco. Uh, I'm going to pause us because I'm looking through Jose Ramirez's career game log. And I know one season he got in a handful of games. Okay, you're good. Proceed. Cool. Uh, I'm taking Francisco Lindor. Thanks. That's and is on the on the Indians on the <laughs> Indians. Francisco Lindor on the Indians is better than him on the Mets. I'll die on that hill. Um, I'll take the guy who hit an absolutely monster grand slam against the Yankees. And all right, sounds good. And Henry, you also have the wraparound pick here. I forgot. All right, now we're now we're doing a late second pivot. I completely <laughs> forgot I get the wraparound. This is electric. Oh, we're gonna get we get a nice um a nice spur of the moment take. I am uh what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna take a picture here. All right, we're looking, we're looking, we're looking. Yeah, I'm gonna take the guy who sold his arm to the devil. Give me Steven Strasburg. Oh, I actually like that pick. World Series champion experience. Yeah, it's a good call, James. You got one. I right, give me one second. I'm doing a little bit of research for a second. <laughs> I don't know if this guy's worthy of being on my team. Apologies to our listeners in advance. I'm not going to go through and edit out the minor little pauses in this one, so there will be okay, a little. No, yeah, okay. Delayed. We're gonna go with. We're gonna go with Jose Altuve, Houston Astros. I, I um, no, got pick. Oh, you got pick. I, I missed that pick. <laughs> then, wow. This guy was gonna put and put him in center field. <laughs> no, no, I wasn't gonna do that. Um, we're gonna put Altuve. Where are we gonna put Altuve? <laughs> First. No, I was gonna put it second base where he plays, like a normal human being. <laughs> um, gosh. Wait, hold on. You were saying, let me see if this guy's worthy of being on my team, and Altuve is the name you came up with. No, no, it was not <laughs> someone else. I want to take. I want. I was trying to find any way to not take Altuve. <laughs> and the name that this is not who I'm taking. This is not who I'm taking. It was the name that was floated out there was Javi Baez. I didn't know if I could get I away. I was thinking about that one. He's so Hubs bad. Baez. I don't know whatever got him that contract. That was just an absolute. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Um. Okay, you know what? You know what? He can definitely play second base, and I'm gonna. I'm. I'm going to allow myself to do this. Give me Washington Nationals Anthony Rendon, and I'm gonna put him at second base. Um, he definitely played there. Yeah, that's a good pick. I really, I really like that. He absolutely raked. Uh, if we just, you know, since I'm only taking him for the Nationals, I can totally forget about the absolute disaster class he's put on ever since he signed with the Los Angeles Angels. Um, but yeah, I'll take him a couple of 900 plus OPS seasons uh, and even a thousand plus OPS season. Uh, the year they won the World Series in 19. So uh, yeah, give me a, give me a down. I like that one. And I know good player. But if we're eliminating 
all of what Rendon has done since 2020 to 2023, that means that Rendon's got a handful of years in there, which means I'm not concerned about the sample size in this guy. He's actually played in six of the last 10 years. So again, not all 10, but six is a solid sample size for arguably the greatest left-handed hitter of the last decade. Yeah. I'm surprised this guy has fallen this far. Henry's going to get used to him because he's going to be a Yankee now and in the future. It's time for Juan Soto to get picked in this draft. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that that's the fair pick. I was literally trying to see how – I don't know if that's why you picked him because I moved Mookie to second. I didn't actually that, see you do that. <laughs> I moved Mookie to second because he was going to be – that was going to be my pick. But that actually frees stuff up for me because I can take the best shortstop of the last decade – um, the guy who's won the most silver sluggers at the shortstop position over the last decade, um, Gimme Xander. I love it. We knew that pick was coming at some point. Yeah, has to come. And then um, I wanted to make sure, again, because we're doing sample size, I wanted to make sure that he raked all the years that he was a Blue Jay, and that's why I was going to fight so much for you to not get him <laughs> as a catcher, even touch catcher as a Blue Jay. Gimme Donaldson at third. He had like 900 OPS every single year he was there, won an MVP. Give me a good pick. Shoot, that means it's back to me. And I don't know what to do. We we've been dancing around Garrett Cole for a while. I don't feel like that's a really bad pick. It's um, not. No, it's, it's not at all. The problem it's is it's not, not a it's not original. And given the fact that there's a lot of really good starting pitchers, do I want to take the cop out with my last starting? The problem pitcher? is, do you want your three to be? Do you want to waste this pick on when you can get an argue as your number three to be like a one hit wonder? Hmm. Like 2020, Trevor Bauer with the Reds. One one year, one a Cy Young. <laughs> it's certainly a take. Um, and my shortstop is still in disarray. Uh, who, 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 who? Unless I move Machado to short, which would we allow that? I feel like I feel like that you can move Machado to short, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, that's that's a thought process, and then there, there's this. Former MVP that I could plug in at third, but my defense would be horrific. I don't know if I want to make that move. So I'm going to get championships hitting home runs does. All right. Machado's going to short and give me former American league. No, his career isn't that good. He had one really good year, but he's not. I thought about him too. Mm-hmm. One really good year, and then he's kind of the big thing with Vladdy is I don't know what to do with him. Like, is he good? Oh, that's who you're thinking of. That is not. I thought you were saying Miguel Cabrera. Yeah, me too. The problem is, like, was Miggy the problem with Miggy is if this was a like career wide, he's 100% a pick. Like, without if this doubt. was 2010, he's probably arguably first round just for what he did in the early. But 2010s. the problem is 2014 and 2023, the highest he placed in MVP was ninth. Um, which is insane that one of those years he had a 340 batting average and finished 11th in MVP voting despite playing 120 games. But shout out to Miggy because I think he deserved it. Also shout out to Albert Pujols, two guys I don't think get picked in this draft but are clearly some of the best players. Uh, no, Miggy could still definitely get picked. I wouldn't. So I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna. I think the guy that Nico is actually thinking of. Thank you for saying Rookie of the Year and then also saying MVP as well as when we said one of the top three moments of the last decade, this guy was a central part of it. We're going to ignore what's happening in Colorado. And we're going to focus just on the Cubs part. And again, we will be moving Machado to short Chris Bryant of the Chicago Cubs. That's completely valid pick. I was between him him and Donaldson. This is actually an absolute fleece. I can't believe I'm getting away with this. I'm taking a starting pitcher 
that whose sample size I think competes up there with the DeGroms, no. the Scherzers. I know where he's going. Kershaws. When we look at, at, at these seasons in which in which we're looking at, and I'm gonna take Cubs, Jake Arietta. I mean absolute pick. domination. Uh, a one seven seven ERA Cy Young season, two hundred and twenty nine innings, two hundred and thirty six strikeouts. Um, you know he was always always it, talked about as being one of the dudes. Um, he wasn't even an All Star that season. That's how that's how under the radar he was coming into it. Uh, give me Jake Arrieta to bolster my Otani Arrieta combo. Well, Otani's out in left field for you right now. So technically, you've only drafted one starting. I need a star next to my four starting pitcher at Shohei Otani. <laughs> Henry, you I'll, got two. Yeah. Um, my first one, I'm finishing out my my starting pitchers. I'm drafting him for not for a moment that he had, but definitely for the first half of this last decade. Um I was I would argue that he has the greatest playoff performance ever by a pitcher, Madison Baumgartner. I like it. Um and for my second one, you know. I need a guy in my middle infield. Um, need a bat, actually. Give me uh, Corey Seager. Cute. I was gonna. I was gonna pick. Do you? Where's Seager play? Second or third? Uh, we can we can go to the baseball reference I'll, here and pull up. I'll throw him at. I'll throw him at. I I would throw him at second. Corey Seager has played. I'm only third take, base. Get him on the, He's okay, only a third base. I'll throw him at third. I'll take him on the Dodgers. Okay. Okay. Perfect. We got another one for you, James. Yeah, you know, I'm looking through through my options. I'm like, I'm looking, not loving what I see. <laughs> and then Garrett Cole I still got, sits out there. I got a really, really, really interesting idea. Oh, God. <laughs> and I don't like it because... I don't think it's a good pick, and I think I'm going to get clowned at for it. But I kind of want to do it. Let's hear it. <laughs> now I'm, I'm going to hold on. Hold off. I'm not going to take this guy just yet. I'm going to I'm going to continue perusing real quick, try and find a better a better pitcher. Um, this guy's not even on the list. It was just an idea that came to my head. <laughs> uh, I thought it would be I thought it would be a good a good pick, but I actually don't like it uh, whatsoever. Um, man, man, oh man, this is tough. Man, you know what? Has has anyone taken Fernando Tatis yet? No one has. No, you're good. I to was take. thinking about it. I'll take Fernando Tatis and I'll put him in my third outfield slot. Um, you know, a forty. Ah! <laughs> uh, he's still young. Um, a lot of prove, but I think I think he's proven already that he can be he can be a. If it wasn't for his ringworm, a Hall of Fame guy. So uh, we'll see. We'll see where, where the rest takes him. But I think f- from the sample size, you have to include him on this list because his peak's just been so high to start his career. So my big question that I'm going to pose out there is: How much do we value this one team aspect? You, you do not get if he's. It's very simple. You take the guy. You take. You take okay. the team. Because so then if, I think because if you want, because then I think team, that's great. Because then I think there's a clear-cut number one reliever, and I'm going to get him. Because a guy like Craig Kimbrell has bounced around and has been okay, but hasn't been great in one spot. Same thing with Araldis Chapman, has been okay with the Yankees, 
and somehow hasn't played for the Reds in the last decade. Shocking. Kenley Jansen's the clear best long-term been with one team reliever with the Los Angeles Dodgers. Great pick, man. It's a great pick. So, Thank you. So I'm, I'm going to go with that. And I know I'm going to get clowned for it, but I think when you think great of who's been the reliever that spent the most time with a team and has like 250 plus saves with that one organization, that's Kenley Jansen. Okay. Uh, thank you for that. Um, he's fallen enough. Um, give me Garrett Cole. <laughs> I was waiting for that one. He's fallen enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'm in a spot. <sighs> I got to look at one thing and see how long this guy's played. And if he's played long enough, I'm taking him. Even though it's going to pain me. It's, it won't really pain me that much. Mm-hmm. I still need a catcher. Yeah, I mean, this guy just rakes. For the last five years, this guy's just raked. Um, for now, I'll have him at my outfield spot just so that I have the freedom of the DH. Um, but Jordan is on pace to be right up there with Big Poppy as the greatest DH of all time. So give me Jordan. I like it. All right. So that lends us back to me. And I still don't have a catcher. I still have some open outfield spots and some DH spots, but I think how good was Christian Yelich? Mm, is Christian Yelich a good pick here? I don't I don't know. I'd obviously pick Brewers Christian Yelich. All right. I think for my next pick, if we're going for dominance and at his pure peak, he was one of if not the greatest pitcher in baseball for that one year or two that he was at his best. And that was with the Miami Marlins, Christian Yelich's teammate who unfortunately is not with us anymore and that's jose fernandez i think electric slider electric fastball who knows probably goes going to be a hall of fame talent and obviously the career was cut short and we didn't get to see it all pan out but for the last decade if you're talking about a pitcher that you wanted to win a ball game for you and at his best i think using the peak that i have with my pitchers whether that's Degrom, whether that's kershaw and now jose fernandez being my number three i have Three of, if not the exact three, most electric pitchers of the last decade in this makeup. If you ask any person in Miami, Jose Fernandez is the singular reason that the Yankees got Stanton, the Phillies got JT, and the Brewers got Yelich. I mean, the whole thought is that those guys were always going to be great, but the core of like what the Marlins' success was going to be in like the 2010s was going to be because of Jose Fernandez. That guy was Miami. Exactly. And I think, obviously, there's the argument that we're going to have and we're going to keep it strictly to baseball of, do you want a guy that's pitched 10 years in the last decade or do you want a guy at his peak? And people have taken Arietta, People have taken Jacob deGrom. I think, well, yes, longevity is not there. But at his best, we're talking about a guy that put up a 2-5 VRA and was on his way to winning multiple Cy Youngs. So a little damper there, but deserved to be mentioned. Yeah, that was fun. Sure. James, Uh, I'm just happy that this guy fell to me at the relief pitcher spot. I actually got the best relief pitcher the last decade. Uh, You know, if we were actually, these other three gentlemen were being analytical and looking at the numbers, um, they would have realized that starting in 2014, uh, Zach Britton was by far the best relief pitcher in baseball. I was I was very Uh, analytical about it. Especially doesn't matter for the Baltimore Orioles. (laughs) <laughs> where he finished in MVP voting fourth, or Cy Young Award voting, sorry, fourth uh, as a relief pitcher 
um, with a .54 ERA, 47 saves, uh, and 74 strikeouts in 16 innings. I mean, he was absolutely dominant. Um, never had a season. Uh, you know, his 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 seasons 2014 to 2017 uh, with Baltimore. Uh, 165 ERA, 192 ERA, 0.54 ERA, 2.89 ERA. Doesn't get much better than that. Give me Zach Britton. Shutting, shutting things down. Henry, you've got two. Yeah. I'm going to start with a guy who I'm a self-proclaimed um, optimist about. And when you really look at what he's been able to do in the major leagues, um, it's nothing short of incredible if we ignore 2020 and like 2021. Um Give me Cody Bellinger. And he's won yeah. an MVP, won a rookie of the year. Guy's great. Um, and for my second one, I already checked. He has played second base before. Um, I'll take Washington Nationals, Trey Turner. Ooh, that's a good pick. James, you got one. Yeah, you know, it's swinging right back over to me. Um, I actually have another fantastic pick up my sleeve that fits right into this time frame, right where I need him to. Uh, arguably three of the best years of his career. Uh, I'll slide him into my designated hitter spot uh, coming out of the American League East. Give me Edwin Encarnacion uh, of the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, 34, 39, 42 home runs respectively. Led the league in RBIs in 2016. Uh, was a two-time All-Star in those three seasons. Um, just an absolute monster for the Blue Jays uh, in those prime, prime Blue Jays era. I like that pick. Now we've got Donaldson, Bautista, and Edwin Encarnacion off the board. I teased that I was going to take him last round. Nobody ended up taking him, and I still have that hole in my outfield. So give me the former MVP winner. I guess I'll pick him with the Brewers because he's been better there. Christian Yelich, easy pick. MVP winners, seems like all of them are getting picked at some point during this draft. So to fill out my Soto, Bautista, and give me Christian Yelich outfield. Yep. Perfect. Nico uh, hates all my picks. Um, <laughs> Henry, Henry, I say someone, he dismisses whatever I say. No, no, no. it's not bad because I just wanted to make sure. Going into this draft, I was like, okay, at the end, I'm going to get this guy, and I'm I'm going to argue that's the steal of the draft because I honestly think it is. Mm-hmm. Um, the big knock on Yelich and Bellinger is like with the teams that you guys picked that they've had down years. Yeah. But rookie of the year, MVP, but had down years. Jose Abreu was a rookie of the year, was an MVP, and had no fraud. time for the White Sox. Fraud MVP. <laughs> no, not a fraud MVP. Is Fred, no one, not yeah, one person fraud MVP. ever said that Freddie Freeman's MVP is a fraud MVP. But for the AL, it's a fraud MVP. No, no, I'm not saying I'm not saying it was a fraud not MVP a fraud because MVP. because yeah, no, I'm saying DJ LeMahieu deserved it. Oh my gosh, shut up. Look so, at look at the stats, Nico. That's great. That's great. That's really that's really like. Cool to know. Uh, I'm going to take Jose Abreu because, again, just everything I said, I'm getting all just the consistency that it was with the Chicago White Sox to get an MVP, and I get – and now I have the DH, <laughs> which I have zero idea where I'm going. Let's There's see. a lot of, like, decent options. We've taken There's all a- the stars. We've taken all the MVPs. I'm just thinking of like how Homer do I get? Let me see if there's like anyone. Ortiz got picked to play first base on Team Henry. I know. He's Love you to death. That's a liability at first base. Yeah, he's <laughs> moving. That means he's moving. Oh, we got to take another first baseman. 
Jesus, who do I And take? that is why Pete Alonso is the best slugger of the last decade. <laughs> who will not be Pete Alonso? <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Between the two, Pete Alonso. Okay. Pete Alonso's not a bad pick. Like, when no, you it's, not, it's the, not a bad pick. The most home run. I'll take the homer pick. No, I'll, I'll take the homer pick. He, he's raked enough in the short time, and he's the new he's the new guy for the Red Sox. He's the core. First guy we actually signed. Uh, give me Devers at the age. I like it. I think everyone's allowed a homer pick or two. So I like that one for your team. Um, my DH pick, because I'm going to leave catcher to the end, because I really don't know what to do. Vladdy's not a bad option. Miguel Cabrera is not a horrific option. Michael Brantley's a solid baseball player. I refuse, I refuse to pick a 2015 Kansas City Royal. Mm. Bregman's not a bad baseball player either. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Could this be the pick now that I just stumbled across him? I don't know how much was before the year of 2014. You know what? This guy made one, two, three, four, five, six All-Star games in the last 10 years. Yeah. Full-time DH. I think he fits it really well. And I think hats off to a great career because he did retire at the end of the 2023 season after playing a bit with the Padres. Underrated. Sneaky exactly. Could be a future Hall of Famer. Nelson Cruz, who I think he hit 464 career home runs. I think if he got to that 500 mark, we'd have a bigger Hall of Fame. I think Nelson Cruz is a Hall of Famer. It's definitely an interesting debate. I don't think he will be. The problem is also he's going to have the same issue we've seen other guys run into, like Gary Sheffield and not having a team. And I think bouncing around between Texas and Baltimore and Seattle and Minnesota and at the end. Respectfully, going... Scott Rowland, if you're a Hall of Famer, the Nelson Cruz is. His bigger problem, I think, is going to be more what Manny went through and just the fact that he got popped. Yeah. That's the I always forget. Problem. I always forget that he got popped. Oh, that's right. Wow. Because guys, what you won't, for, what no one will ever tell you is like the sneaky thing of steroids is that like a lot of people have taken them and we only care about like the 1% that were good. Is like the that's sneaky true. thing that no one will tell you. I will ever. say the other, the clean guy I was thinking of is Joey Votto. Shout out to. I was, Harry, bet- I was between Joey I know would want us to mention Joey Votto, but I looked. His MVP years are right before the timeline. So he didn't. Yeah necessarily fit but another one of those great players to throw out there but um to quote bill baloo i don't know if nelson cruz is a hall of famer because ted williams will look down upon that so um next up james yeah uh i'm just gonna take a safe pick here uh my outrageous pick is gonna come next round uh just give me zach wheeler philadelphia phillies uh he's been dominant that hurts. ever since step foot in philadelphia um I mean, need I say more? I think it's a boy. Song. Oh boy, that that guy was only good in Philadelphia. <laughs> that hurt when we're saying that this basically means that we're saying Zach Wheeler is almost a top ten pitcher of the last decade. That that hurts to hear. <laughs> um, <laughs> Henry, you've got your your final two picks of the draft, yep. and they come at the positions of DH and reliever. I'll take my reliever. Give me Josh Hader. Dude's electric. Yeah, always has been on the on the Brewers on the Brewers because. I mean, there was a half season there where he was just atrocious for the Padres. <laughs> um, yeah, Josh Hader on the Brewers. I think that that's just like it's a pretty stock pick. Like nothing wrong with it. My second one, kind of a homer pick, but not really. From how I'm taking him, I'm moving, moving Poppy over to the DH. Give me Anthony Rizzo as my first baseman. I'm assuming you're taking on the Cubs. Cubs Rizzo. Yeah. Wow. That's. I like that pick. This is this is I gonna be the most 
This is going to be the most ridiculous pick of the draft. Uh oh. Former former Cy Young Award winner. Former Cy Young Award winner. A name you haven't heard in so many years. The Cy Young fits into the criteria of our draft. He won it in 2015. Give me Dallas Keuchel, Houston Astros. Oh, let's go. Oh, okay, okay. A crazy pick. Left field wasn't even on our anyone's radar. Um, he was a if 20- I didn't take Garrett Cole, he was on my radar. He was a 20-game winner in 2015 when he won the Cy Young. Most innings pitched. Uh, I hate all that year. He was a two-time All-Star while he was in Houston in the 2014, 2017, or 2018 span. Um, People, and and he was he was electric. I mean. Multiple uh, three seasons with an ERA under three, um, just a, a ground ball pitcher, a strike thrower, a guy just knew how to get get guys out. Um, I mean, so Dallas Keuchel. People forget Dallas Keuchel was the one who started the trend of the Astros owning the Yankees. It wasn't in 2017. It was when Dallas Keuchel came into Yankee Stadium in 2015 and shoved the wild card down the Yankees' throats, and it wasn't even close. He dominated them. I like that. He that was the one game playoff he came in. That was I'll admit, yeah, not even on incredible. my not even on my radar. As yeah. I know, there's a lot of starting pitchers out there. Some would say some would say elite ball knowledge. <laughs> when you think about it, we're leaving off multi Cy Young Award winner Blake Snell. We're not including. Well, he only won one Diego for each or... team. You can't put. That's I mean, true. There's a lot of good pitchers. And both I know... teams he had both teams he had atrocious years on. Like true. I'll shout out another because I know I have to pick my catcher after this. I'll shout out another guy that deserves more props because he's bounced around the league of late. But when he first came in, you Darvish with the Rangers was electric. I think Corbin Burns with the Brewers is really good. Johnny Cueto with the Reds. Zach Greinke and Zach Greinke, whichever team you want to throw him on. Chris Sale is a good one. I would have taken Burns if it wasn't for that one nine ERA season. (laughs) That's true. For my catcher, there's a lot of really solid options. There's James McCann on the Mets. Definitely There's Travis Darno on the Mets. <laughs> There's Wilson Ramos on the Mets. There's Kevin Plawecki on the Mets. We've had a gauntlet of catchers over the last 10 years. But in all seriousness, there's a couple really good catchers, like Salvador Perez, lockstar player for the Kansas City Royals, but there's my bar on picking anyone from that team. Yasmani Grandal is sneaky a good player for the Dodgers, for the White Sox. He had a down year last year, which I think eliminates him there. But Padres, he was good. Dodgers, he was good. Just a solid Major League Baseball player. Shout out to Matt Weeters was a thing over the last decade, too. I love Matt Weeters. I think Matt Weeters was my childhood. I think another underrated baseball player, Jonathan Lucroy with the Brewers, really good for a handful of seasons. I think you could even throw a player, and I think this is the name that I think when you say the epitome of catcher of the last decade, it's Posey or it's Yachty or Molina. And Yachty has not been taken in our three catchers that have gone so far, whether it's Real Muto, really solid, Posey, the obvious pick, and bending the rules for Kyle Schwarber. So you'd think I'd be taking Yadier Molina. But Yadier Molina has never been as electric as Adley Rushman. And I know it's two years. Oh, no. But the two years of Adley Rushman have been more crucified by Cardinals fans. (laughs) We're going to get crucified. I'm going to use this as one of our videos on TikTok, and we're going to (laughs) get crucified. If you were to tell me, who would you rather have, Yadier Molina or Adley Rushman? It's not even a question. Really? In in the early, early 2010s, 
Yadier Molina couldn't hit water if he fell off a boat. Yes, he can catch the baseball, but like... Oh my God, Dylan, stop talking! I'm not. Yadier Molina was a seven hitter for the last decade. Like, Mm. I love... Yadier Molina. Yadier Molina, 2014. 282 (laughs) average, 270, 307, 273, 261. Stop yapping, Dylan. I would love for a case study to get done on like how much better cat pitchers were with Yadier behind the plate. Because I think I like, didn't see any of you guys t- James can't say a thing. I he took JT. Don't took look at me. Butcher of Kyle Schwarber behind the plate. So that was a 40 ridiculous. homers, 40 homers a season, 40 homers a season, offense wins championships. Who hits the most home runs in October wins playoff games. That that was postseason. And we've got our final spot, which is a relief pitcher. Nico, the floor is yours. <laughs> Again, I've been. I said before, this pick doesn't really matter because at the end of the day, no one's looking at the relievers. Um, you just want to see if this guy pitched at all in the last decade because if he did, I'm going to take him. Not Mariano Rivera. I just want. <laughs> no, he played in 2014. No, he, he retired. played in 2014. No, he was 13 at the City Field All Star game. Oh, if right. he played one outing, I was going <laughs> to take him. If he had one outing, I would have taken him just to be that guy. But I'll take probably the best pitch in baseball right now. Um, give me Devin Williams. That's a good pick. I think that the key is we have just wrapped up, and again, we'll be posting these on our social media, side Retired Pod, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok. Make sure to follow all those. But I think the interesting thing to think about here is the guys that when you think in the last decade, sneaky the last decade is not as long as we think. And that a guy like Rafael Devers has already been around for seven years and Aaron Judge has been around for seven years versus when you say, oh, wait, a decade ago, we think of a guy like Ryan Braun or Troy Tulowitzki or um, Coco Crisp and guys like that. And then you realize that they're actually a lot longer than a decade ago. Yeah. It goes back to the idea of that you and I are older than we think we are. But that does conclude. I could have sw- mm-hmm. yeah. sworn that Miggy's Triple Crown was in the last 10 years. Yeah, surprisingly it was not. But now I have some editing to do on this episode. Thanks to some great comments here. We hope you enjoyed everything. We'll be back tomorrow with another cool interview, Division One or Division Three college baseball player, as well as if you haven't checked out our great interview with Sarah Tepper of John Boy Media on last night's episode. We really appreciate all the support. So for Dylan, James, Nico, Henry, until the next time, Side is retired.